Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Community Listens mini refresher series. We've been hearing from alumni that are now finding themselves unexpectedly working from home, homeschooling, and in some cases becoming coworkers with their partners or spouse. And that this unique experience has brought about a lot of challenging, beautiful, frustrating, wonderful, confusing, and stressful moments. It also presents us with an opportunity to make a choice. What kind of message do we wanna be sending in our homes right now? Welcome to this session's topic where we focus on the three moves. Now, as many of us find ourselves working, schooling, and maybe spending a lot more time with family than we used to, we thought it might be a good time to do a refresher on what we can do when we are bugged. If you'll recall from class, when we are bugged, we have three moves. We can accept the behavior, we can adjust the circumstances, or we can confront someone with the facts and the feelings of the problem. When we accept the behavior, I wanna be clear that this is very different from false acceptance. If every time the behavior is occurring, your stomach is in knots, or you find yourself fighting back snippy comments in your head, it's probably a sign that you're in false acceptance. In this case, we're talking about genuine acceptance, where you reach a point where you've decided or realized that the behavior simply doesn't bother you anymore. Option two, when we talk about adjusting the circumstances, it means that we remove what originally upset us from the scene so it's no longer an issue. And in the third one, when we talk about confronting someone with the facts and the feelings of the problem, we ask them for change. Let's take a look at a couple of different examples. On our property, we have a pole barn. And in the back of the pole barn is a walled off heated shop area where my husband does all of his projects. And in that space, he has set up a chair for me where I can be out there hanging out or working. Now my husband has this wonderful gift that everything that he owns has a place. And when he is done using his things, they always go back in their place. I, however, am slightly more free-spirited with my placement of items, so it's not uncommon that when you walk into a shop, you might find a sweatshirt that I left out there, an empty cup, maybe some file folders. Now, in this situation, my husband has three moves. He could choose to accept the behavior. He might realize, you know what? My wife is so fun to hang out with. This really is not something that bothers me. Or he might choose to adjust the circumstances. After we talk about it, we might decide, you know what, I really shouldn't have a chair out in his shop. That might need to be space for just him. Or he could confront me with the facts and the feelings of the situation. He might choose to say, hey, Kate, it's really frustrating for me when I am trying to do my projects and your items are still out here. It makes it difficult for me to find what I'm looking for. Let's take one more example of how these three moves might play out at home. We have an 11-year-old daughter, and what I have found is that during this time when I give her her homework assignments in the morning, and I'm doing my work and my schedule, it's not uncommon that she would wait until the end of the day to do her homework, and then if she needed help, we would be spending that time at the end of the day trying to get it done. So I have three moves. I could choose to accept the behavior. I might reach a point where I can acknowledge that she and I have different ways of prioritizing our time. And even though I might not agree with that, I can accept that she's navigating through this time management. Or I might choose to adjust the circumstances. 
I might no longer give her the choice about when she is doing her schoolwork. I might choose to structure her agenda for the day a little bit differently so that it's not even something that we have to be continually talking about. Or I could confront her with the facts and the feelings of the situation. I might say something like, hey, Ellie, I feel really stressed when you save your schoolwork until the end of the day. It causes us to rush through the work, and I feel like it makes it harder for us to enjoy that time together. This three moves is also a great empowering tool for us to teach our kids how to use. As I mentioned, we have a preteen in our house. And since we've taught her these three moves, we have cut down dramatically on the eye rolls, passive aggressive comments and outbursts. I will say though, it can be extremely humbling when your 11 year old delivers a spot on confrontation message. Talk about the emotion bubble. My daughter calmly said to me one day, Mom, it's overwhelming to me when you list off four or five things for me to do in one conversation. It's hard for me to keep track of everything. And what a great way for us to be interacting with those people closest to us in our span of care. Imagining when the first reaction after we are bugged is to be able to go to that person and share the impact that it's having on us. This time is extremely challenging for many of us and a lot of us are feeling overextended. In these times, we wanna practice self-care, we wanna use our skills from class, apologize when we get it wrong, and also we want to commit to not bringing back the way of the bat, even during these challenging times. After all, the way we engage with those in our span of care will have an impact. After all, we are the message. Thank you for listening to this session of Our Community Listens Mini Refresher Series. 